and welcome back to Manchester's Big Theatre Podcast. Very, very good, Sophie. Very good, very good. We'll let you do it <laughs> some other time. I've been practising all series. Uh, so, welcome back to your uh, podcast that's all about the Manchester theatre scene. So, hopefully already this series we've given you a snapshot into some artist pa- practices, people you didn't know uh, existed, maybe, <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Hopefully the whole podcast, the aim of the podcast is to give exposure to people working in Manchester at all different levels of the Manchester theatre scene. So hopefully we're achieving that in some small way. So last week's episode was with the artistic director of the Royal Exchange, Sarah Franken. And we've had some wonderful responses from people on Twitter. We've had Mighty Heart and Benedict Power. And Mighty, Mighty Heart said that it was a great resource and a proper gentle listen, which is yeah. nice, isn't it? I Very nice. Our soothing soft voices <laughs> over the airwaves. <laughs> Sending people to sleep. <laughs> and, and also, in addition to sending people to sleep, hopefully not, uh, helping people do the washing up. Yeah. Like Laura Carroll. Yeah. Who said she does the washing up. <laughs> We're so awkward today, aren't we? We're really, really awkward. But hey, that's fine. Let's power through. So this week's episode is... Is with Alice Longson. I went and visited her a few weeks ago and had coffee and and toast and breakfast and nice chat and then recorded some of it as well. I'm jealous. Nobody's ever cooked me breakfast. Well, actually, other people have, but no podcast guests have. <laughs> So, who is Alice? What does she do? She is the technical manager at Hope Mill Theatre, who we, of course, interviewed in Series 1. Um, we interviewed Joan Will, not not the building. That oh, would have been a... Don't attempt comedy, Sophie. We know, <laughs> <laughs> we know what might happen. Uh, but, uh, um, yeah, and the Hope Mill Theatre is one of the newer theatres that's arrived in Manchester and is in Ancoats, so just a little bit uh, outside of the city centre. Yeah. And uh, Alice also is, works as a stage manager and company manager and all-round great human. Is she good at breakfasts? Very good. Okay, good. Uh, well, let's hear this episode now. Hi, Alice. Thanks so much for meeting me today. Can you just tell me a little bit about who you are and how you came to living in Manchester? Hello. Um, I am... Uh, a technician stage manager uh, and I came to Manchester when I was 16 um, to pursue uh, acting and to be on Coronation Street obviously and uh, and then just sort of found my way over through college and university into sort of backstage and technical work, um, finished university and um, got into stage managing with uh, People Zoo on the trial, which is my first ever job, uh, and it just sort of went from there. I then met uh, the boys at Hope Mill, Will and Joe, and uh, various other people in Manchester, and yep, just kept working, kept learning on the job, um, and here I am now. Lovely. And uh, you say you're a technical manager. What's the difference between technical management and stage management? Uh, okay, so uh, within uh, stage management, um, it's more specific to um, looking after the cast um, and sort of the ins and outs of the show, um, things like uh, overseeing how props are made and looked after and 
um, making sure that the cast are all happy or safe or they've got everything that they need, making sure that the show runs smoothly from sort of like house opening to, uh, um, I was going to say half time, it's definitely not football, <laughs> to <laughs> um, the, the interval. To the interval. <laughs> And uh, and then through that, but whereas with technical management at Hope Mill, it's more sort of um, meeting each company at the start of their process, um, talking them through what technical requirements uh, they might need and what we have to offer and what we can get in for them, um, going through um, their set and their getting schedule and seeing um, what they'll need when they arrive at Hope Mill um, and then we also um, I do a lot of the which is similar in both roles but a lot of the risk assessments and health and safety and uh, insurance for the company and for the building. Wonderful so so when you're brought on as a stage manager to a production um, what is it that you expect from your company? Uh, oh that's such an interesting question um so it depends what kind of stage manager I'm brought in as. Uh, quite often it will just sort of be like company stage management with, um, and it will just be me on the on the whole stage management team, whereas other times I'll be um, an ASM, which is sort of assistant, um, and then there'll be like a DSM, which is the deputy stage manager. And so I will, uh, if I come on as an ASM, I will sort of, um, be in charge of like props and I would expect like rehearsal notes from the DSM in the rehearsal room to send to me and then I would go forward and get the props organized or the costume um, and I'd sort of be around on the get-in and I'd just sort of I'd, I'm sort of just always sort of like okay this is what you're going to do today or and like take initiative on like um, setting up backstage and things like that. So when uh, but when it comes to being like a company manager, it's not necessarily what I um, expect from a company. It's more what I can do for them. So we'll start with a production meeting and I get the information off the designer about what they need um, in terms of like set and talk to the lighting designer about what things they're looking for um, and maybe the sound designer as well. Um, if all those aspects, are, all those roles are in place um, and then... I'll sort of go away and sort of um, in the rehearsal room make sure that those guys are getting the information that they need to complete their jobs uh, and also help them in terms of the getting and sort of um, making sure that they've got the, enough staff to do their job or they've got the right equipment. So yeah, it's more... And, and then also with similar to with the actors... I'm the sort of person that they'd always come to if they had a problem or they needed anything. And so, yeah, it's a lot, a lot more of, like, what I can give back to the company rather than what... Yeah. Nice. And what stage are you brought on to a project? So I'm usually brought on around... Um, so your producer and the, and the, and the writer or director... Writer slash director will sort of put everything together, and at the, and at the very start of that process, when they sort of choose or decide a play and um, and say, okay, we're going to put it on. Here's when we're going to put it on. Um, they'll put together their creative team, and so it's usually around that time 
Um, so I can know that I'm working on a project anything up to a year in advance uh, and just have to keep it a secret, which is <laughs> awful. And, um, and then um, I sort of um, kept out of the sort of casting process. It's not really something that I do, but uh, during that time there will always be uh, production meetings and sort of chats with the director and the designers and, and going through all those different aspects. So, yeah, anything from, uh, like, a year to, like, sometimes it can be just, like, months or or even, it, especially in the fringe, during, like, the GM fringe, it, and you, someone needs, like, a technician, it can be, like, a week before. Mm-hmm. So it really varies. And what do you find are your biggest challenges and biggest achievements that you've had? Uh, I think that would all come into uh, my current job at Hope Mill. It is definitely something that, like, is just one of the things that I... When I got offered the job, it was sort of like there is no other point where at 22 with two years experience would anybody be offered technical manager of a venue that just like blew my mind a little bit and the sort of like trust that the that the boys had and and continue to have if I come up with something and I'm like I want to give it a go and they're like all right yeah like you know we'll talk about it first but like there's all they give me lots of opportunities to do things um, that might not always work out but yeah that is definitely such a massive achievement that I don't always realize that I've made like you you forget sometimes when you um are in a job and you're dealing with the day-to-day struggles of it how incredible the place is um so that is definitely uh my biggest achievement but I would also say it's 100% my biggest challenge every day there's always something else um that I've just never faced before which comes from the only having sort of two years experience on in this industry and just sort of learning everything I've I have ever done from someone else or from making a mistake and so um yeah every day an email will come through or someone will call up and I'm like oh cool never done that before let's see yeah cool let's go forward and and fix it or you know make make sure this company has what they need and um and yes yeah all rolled into one home of theatre yeah <laughs> and um if anyone's ever had the pleasure of working with Alice they will understand what I mean by this but you always get completely involved with the cast and the whole team and you definitely become because I guess it must be quite hard to do that if like you're not necessarily in rehearsals every day or like you may be brought on later to be able to then become part of this community that has been created how do you find as well like dealing with it when the show's finished and you're on to the next thing and do is it quite a difficult I mean I'm very fortunate in this in the in the Manchester industry right now in the way that it sort of works out is that I work with my friends every day and and um and I'm constantly in a place where I can be creative with my friends they're either um working on projects um or um, we're putting something on at Hope Mill where I can get them involved. You know, there's so many different opportunities. Um, they run podcasts. <laughs> I get to hang out and have breakfast. Like, you know, so it is like it is hard leaving a leaving a cast, and it is um, a big sort of um, transition. But um, I've never stopped, so it, so I've never had the the chance to almost mourn it sort of just runs straight into uh, the next thing which is obviously amazing but 
um yeah it does mean that I, I never it usually takes about six months then I'll be like oh god I really miss that show <laughs> um, I wish I could go back and do it again but yeah um yeah and you've obviously come so far in such a short amount of time um where do you see your career going in the next five years ten years uh five-year goal um which has been my five-year goal for over a year now so four-year four goal <laughs> um uh is to tour internationally uh and uh part of that would mean living in new york that yeah that's the dream yeah whether it will happen next four years that's okay if it doesn't um but yeah that is um that is the goal amazing coming back closer to home how do you have you seen the manchester theater scene change and where do you think it's going to go because obviously you've been such a um in the middle of Hope Mill, which who we interviewed in first series, um, and they have changed a lot for Manchester theatre scene. What, where do you see it going? Yeah, that's a good one. So in the last two years, uh, obviously I can only go from two years ago, and I think that that it it has gone from strength to strength, and the sort of creativity and the boundaries that have been broken which is is remarkable because we're in an industry where nothing's we're in a, a time where nothing really scares us anymore so mm. for example um a man in a in a in women's clothing 50 60 years ago it's controversial and that's that's not anymore there isn't much that can shock us and yet we're still there's still pieces of theatre that are uh shocking and inspiring and um and that's happening in Manchester and that's amazing um and so just in the last two years I've witnessed so many sort of really cool pieces that, that have done that and um and that's always it's always great when it's something that I'm working on as well it's so easy to to work on something and get lost in it and not, and not really appreciate it and then the audience see it and you go oh yeah oh it is a good show mm-hmm. like th- it's it's surprising how many times that happens and I always have 100% faith in in the work that I cre- like help create but that, but when you get caught in tech week and then you open, you're sort of like, what's happened? Um, but yeah, and and so when you when when there are pieces that you work on and you're just like gripped to for the whole run and and every night you're just sort of like uh, sort of brought into it. Um, that's always incredible. Mm. Yeah. Um, and so back to the question. Um, so the Manchester industry. Yeah, I think. I think there's room for improvement. I don't think that, uh, I think, you know, especially right now, it would be a massive lie to say it's complete. And, and when is anything in the arts, uh, complete ever? Like we should always be creating and always changing and always, um, striving for new things. Um, yeah. And I think going forward, we will do that, uh, because there's just so much passion and so, enthe- so much enthusiasm. Um, and uh with the venues um Hope Mill and fifty three two and the other venues in uh fringe venues and even the more commercial ones in Manchester, like it really is a it is now going forward something that we all have to sort of pull together in and, and and support each other and support the industry and the actors and the creatives um with more long term sort of schemes and programmes that so we can nurture theatre for longer for like instead of just for like 
first four months we're talking like three or four years to like really grow with a company and I think that might be you know just as a as an outside point of view sort of something that would really sort of benefit Manchester and its and its creatives going forward great and and if anyone's listening and is actually really interested in stage management and has never kind of and has no idea on how to get into it yeah. do you know of any training schemes or how would you advise yeah training um it's a really difficult one um because going to uni was the best and worst experience I did no interest in studying at all when I got there but without it I wouldn't be where I am now so if you find a course that that sort of that you're interested in um in a city that you love to do with stage managing or technical or prop making or anything like that then go and do it because even if um yeah even if it doesn't work out every it will be where you're meant to be like university is so wonderful for sort of like self-discovery at that at that age where nothing seems right um but if if you don't want to go to university then I absolutely don't I think you don't need it at all I I haven't put my degree into use for what I do I just uh message people sent out emails I work for free a lot and I just kept working kept learning um if there's something I didn't understand I just asked what it what it was and I still do that like every day now I never never stop never think that you know everything and just yeah if you're interested send us an email to Hope Mill and you can come in and and like do some rigging and do some um work I'm always sort of looking for new people and you know I was given so many wonderful opportunities by you know uh People Zoo, Matt and Evelyn and Hannah as well and so without those people I wouldn't be where I am now and so if I can give that back I absolutely will and I'm lucky enough thanks to Joan Will to be in that position to give something back to people so yeah send us an email. Lovely and uh, as our final question which is becoming a bit of a theme of the podcast if you were an animal (laughs) what animal would you be? Uh, I think I would probably be um some like really excited baby chimp that just like just like runs around creating like a mess and mischief everywhere but all yeah yeah just like it yeah i agree well Well, thank you so much for uh for letting me interview you and for the coffee and for always being wonderful and uh see you soon see you soon bye Thank you for that episode, Sophie. No worries. Uh, well done to you and Alice, Thank our you. baby chimp, the baby the, chimp of yeah, the Manchester Theatre scene. baby chimp. So, uh, what did you think? Yeah, I thought it was great. I thought it was really interesting. Different, I, um, it gets, get a different profession. Like one of my favourite episodes from series one was uh, Nick Redman, the voice coach. Um, and this, again, is uh, not a director, not an actor, not a writer, um, but somebody who's at the coalface of uh making theater and uh i thought it was really great hearing especially hearing how she was an act she wanted to be an actor um and then has moved into more into technical theater but actually it sounds like she still uses the stuff 
kind of the sense of community um um all that stuff that still kind of goes into how she approaches her job as a technical manager which sounds great i want to work with her yeah have you she's great you've worked with her haven't you yeah 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 she's 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 amazing is she okay you actually yeah you had penciled in a little bit to say how amazing she was <laughs> so do you want to is have you done that bit now or do you want to elaborate on how amazing she is again I, there's no words <laughs> <laughs> you're very awkward today very <laughs> awkward um so um we're coming uh, to the oh can i say a bit about what i thought about the episode you were in the episode. Okay, okay Jesus, no it's like so the Sophie show. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fine. What did you, what did you think? Um, well, I what I like about Alice and her way of working is that she's so madly young. When I found out how young she was, I was like, "What?" Because um, she's so professional and so good at her job, and just like I just really admire people who just kind of just knuckle down and just keep asking questions, keep learning, and she's just doing that so well. And it's just really nice to work with how people old is, like that. How old is she? Is it we allowed to say that? Yeah, no, I think she says in the episode. <laughs> 22. Yeah, right. although she's just she just had her birthday, so like 23 now. 23. Were you invited to the party? She she went she went home to her parents, so. <laughs> <laughs> did she or did she just tell you that? <laughs> uh, right, we're coming to the end uh, of this episode, but also the end, we're almost at the end of series two. Aww. Uh, the final full episode of the series is going to be next week. We have got a cheeky kind of bonus episode after that. But the final full episode is going to be next week. And it's another ADP partner episode, which is, for those of you who might have missed uh, the episodes earlier in the season, we've partnered with ADP, Manchester ADP. ADP Audio specifically. Um, which is the kind of audio drama branch of what the, the this ADP doing their new writing so we're going to be airing another of the audio dramas and then having a few interviews about that as well so that'll be uh, the final full episode um, so tune in for that uh, next week I don't know if you tune into podcasts or so download it subscribe um, plug in plug in we're on Spotify we're on Apple Podcasts we're on all the major podcast platforms um obviously you probably know this if you're listening to it already <laughs> but uh tell your friends let us know what you think via email twitter facebook or text us if you know <laughs> text us it's not 1996 <laughs> um, um uh, very awkward so let's end this <laughs> awkward episode uh, uh, <laughs> so thank you for listening to us and you'll hear us next week thank you very much bye bye from the Manchester's Big Theatre Podcast bye 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 bye, bye. bye.